Hi, I'm Kevin, a corporate trainer by day, videographer and stand-up comedian by night, and this is my co-host. Hi everyone, I'm Erica, a technical and travel writer who enjoys the simpler things in life. We're so excited to announce our new podcast, Simply Rudimentary, a shift back to fundamental principles. Now, if you're like us, you've witnessed a shift in the American consciousness, so much so that many have lost the ability to value life's simplicity. And that's where we come in, to help you reminisce, and with any luck, plant a few seeds to help you and your loved ones get back there. So sit back, chillax, and enjoy a simpler simpler time. time. Today's episode is titled, Be Kind, Rewind. So Kevin, how many streaming platforms can you think of? Oh wow, Um, there's so many. You have your big ones like your Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. I think just about every network channel out there now has its own app, and you really have to include YouTube to that list as well. You also have your Google Play and Apple TV, where you can actually rent movies that are still in the theaters. So Kevin, would you agree that the accessibility of these platforms are hindering relationships? Absolutely. If you go out in a public place right now, you're going to see both young and old staring at their phones. You don't really see people having conversations now. And in my opinion, that's because of the distractions. Having the ability to watch movies and TV shows right from their phone is just another major distraction. And then to separate them even more with Netflix and Hulu, everyone has their own personal accounts So everyone is watching their own shows and have their own agenda. So yeah, I feel like it hinders relationships. As convenient as some of these platforms are, I still believe that renting a movie from a video store was a profound pastime that held many values. So picture this, it's the end of the work week and you don't have any plans. And that's when you realize it's Friday and the new releases at the local video store are readily available. What better way is there than to spend a Friday or Saturday night lounging on the couch with your family and friends, eating popcorn and your favorite candy. By the way, my favorite candy is licorice. Now, Kevin, you mentioned that people could rent movies from the comfort of their own homes, but to me, there was nothing like the video store as there were so many different movie titles that you were bound to find a new favorite. Kevin, what was your video experience like growing up? So, I didn't come from a family with a lot of money, and I grew up in a pretty small town. The theater was over an hour away and expensive, so going to the theater was pretty much out of the question. Luckily, we did have two local video stores in town, and we also had the more popular one, Blockbuster, it was a pretty common thing for us to rent a movie as a family. One of the things I remember is that when you rented a movie, they had this paint can filled with those little plastic poker chips. And whenever you rented a movie, you could dig in there, pull out one of the chips, and some of those chips would get you a free movie. We always thought it was pretty cool. Everyone would kind of fight each other to be the one picking out the poker chip. Yeah, that's pretty funny. We didn't have any paint cans. We actually had a gumball machine. We'd put a quarter in it and hope that we got the color of the week. Because if we did, we got a free rental. 
as kids, we didn't care about the free rental. We just wanted the candy. And believe me, we were grateful for it. It's funny how back then, it didn't take much to make a child happy. So, do you remember the laminated card that Blockbuster used to have? The card of all cards? Yeah, yeah. That was really your first real membership you got. You went in there, and I believe all you had to do was fill out the application, and then the employee would punch in all your info and print you a card right there on the spot. Yeah, I remember all I would have to do was just give them my phone number, and then I could just rent a movie. Yeah, but you had to be careful who you gave access to that account because people would rack up a bill with them late fees. That's true, and they know who they are. What I miss most is being able to hold a movie box. The joy of sifting through the movie titles and genres, some of which I knew I was never going to watch, but I reasoned anyway because of the ingenious cover art. You all know what I'm talking about. How many movie titles have you picked up and rented simply because you like the cover? So on a side note, I had to know what a movie would be about minus the critics while also determining how many viewing minutes it would set me back. Because if it was more than 120 minutes, chances are I put it right back on the shelf. I'm just saying. Well, Erica, you better stay off the Titanic. <laughs> Everyone knows anytime there is a book and a movie, anyone who has read the book will always say the book is better because it leaves room for their imagination. Reading those descriptions can help you mentally picture what you think will take place in the movie. And I can't tell you how many trailers I've watched where the trailer actually ruined the movie for me. It could have been because all the good scenes were in the trailer, or it had spoilers, or that it wasn't an accurate depiction of the movie. Yeah, and for that reason, I'm not fond of trailers. Because they often discourage me from watching movies based on what they do or don't put in them. I shared many trailers after the fact to recommend movies to my friends. And I promise... If I'd seen some of those trailers beforehand with all those bad optics and acting skills, I probably wouldn't have given that movie another thought. Yeah, the trailers are good, but personal recommendations are better. And that is something you don't really get these days unless you consider reading a review on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, a reliable personal review. I do not. I would rather have a friend or family member recommend a movie. And what I really miss was being able to ask the people in blue. Do you have a movie you would recommend or have you seen this one? And even if they hadn't seen the movie, most of the time, they heard feedback from 500 other customers who had already rented that movie and could give a good recommendation. Now we have the algorithms that most platforms use and that doesn't do anything for me. Every time Netflix recommends a movie, it's typically something I would never watch. Now the feature more like this that comes up when you select a movie, that seems to be a little bit more accurate. And one thing I can't wrap my head around is when you go to watch a trailer or show someone a clip on YouTube of a classic movie and they have a lot of thumbs downs and I'm like, how do you thumbs down a movie that so many people consider a classic? So even if that's a person's feedback, I would definitely rather talk to a live person than trust an algorithm or a YouTube review. Yeah, I would agree. I've rented quite a few movies off of other people's recommendations, 
And often, if they said the movie was good, it turned out to be good. And then there were times the feedback would be that the movie wasn't good and I'd rent it anyway. And then it was awful. Kevin, did you have that experience too? Definitely. It would be hard for me to believe anyone that said they hadn't ever rented a bad movie. The chances of it being really bad is the gamble you take when renting a movie. And sometimes the bad movies spark the funniest conversations. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. And we won't even talk about the movies that our parents took home that were probably ones that we were not, like, supposed to see. Yeah, the cover your eyes, cover your ears, but every parent knows that you are peeking through your fingers and your ears aren't entirely covered up. Yeah, I hate to admit it, but that happened to us kids more than once, by accident, of course. So, Kevin, one of the other things we benefited from by renting movies at the store was the price point. You could rent a movie for just $3.99, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners have tried to take their families to the movie theater and found out quick that it can get pricey. I think movie tickets now are like $14 a piece. Now, you may be able to get a discounted rate depending on what time you go, but after tickets, popcorn, and candy, it gets pretty expensive. So in most cases, it would have been easier to rent a movie from Blockbuster or any other video store at an affordable rate, creating those same family memories. Now, you can still do the same thing on those online platforms, but the point is, chilling with your family and friends on a Friday or Saturday night at a low cost is just plain smart. It's my understanding that you can watch a movie on the various platforms, but the moment you start it, you have about 24 hours to view it before you have to repurchase it. At Blockbuster, you had the option of being able to rent the movie one day, or you could keep it for up to five days. They also had a kids section filled with movies that were like 99 cents. They also carried a section of the not-so-new movies that would cost around $1.99. Do you remember that, Kevin? Oh, yeah. Like I said earlier, growing up, we didn't have a ton of money, so that was a way for us to all be able to rent a movie on a budget and still be entertained. I remember being out of school for spring break or Christmas break, and my parents would let us rent a movie, and we'd keep it for five days and watch it over and over again. And now, having kids, if I have to pay $3.99 for a movie for them to watch and they only have 24 hours, that wouldn't work. It takes the kid watching a movie five to six times even to catch all of it. You see them watching the movie repetitively, but they really aren't paying attention to all of it. 24 hours just doesn't cut it, so being able to rent it for multiple days works better. I mean, who hasn't passed out during a movie? So watching on those platforms that only give you 24 hours could put you on an unrealistic time crunch. Yeah, that's that's very true. I know you mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but can you actually get new film? You can actually get new film releases on these platforms now. And those new releases start around $19.99 to as much as $24.99, which is still less expensive than taking your entire family to the movie theater. But to me, it's just different. Yeah, $19.99 is a hefty price tag to watch a movie at home one time. You know, one of the things that I miss as weird as it sounds, is returning the movie. 
Who doesn't like going and pushing the movie through the Dropbox? I can't be the only one who enjoys that. Yeah, the sound kind of reminds you of like a creaky old door. I remember browsing the aisles just waiting for people to drop off their movies. That sound was great because there was always that chance you couldn't get the movie, supposing it was already rented. Yeah, everything was not available. With new releases, they might only have like 10 copies of it. It was like searching for Easter eggs, and you would have to check behind every box to see if it was back there. If you still couldn't find it, then you're going to go to the counter and ask if they had any copies returned. Every time that door clicks, you're thinking, is that the one I wanted? Yeah, it's definitely different now with just being able to have as many copies as you want available on the platform. Without, with renting a movie, you had to remember to return or hope whoever is on your account returns the movie because late fees were real back then. Little fact for you, Netflix was started because of late fees. The creator, I think he had like $40 of late fees and was frustrated. And so he went and he created Netflix. While most technology has replaced a lot of these inconveniences, sometimes those same inconveniences, like having to return the movie on time, it did help teach people a level of responsibility. Just like having to agree upon a movie taught you the art of negotiation and compromise. So Erica, how did your family decide what movie they would rent? I mean, if we got to rent a movie, because sometimes my parents would go to the video store without us, but whenever we did get to go, we used to rent a community movie, one that we would all watch together as a family. At times, my parents would also be gracious enough to allow us to rent a kid's movie, so it kind of worked out great. I like that. We would sometimes rent a community movie, but usually they would rent a movie for themselves and would let us rent one of the 99 cent movies. Or if me and my brother could agree on a movie, we could get a new movie. As you can expect, we didn't agree very often. What stood out for me was the actual trip. We did not live very close to the store, so when we went into town to rent a movie, it was a big deal. We knew that we'd be at the video store for a good half hour to 45 minutes, looking around at all the movies, trying to decide what we would rent. But what I remember most was just that there was something about the excitement level we got in knowing that we were going to the movie store. Yes, it was like that for me too. Whenever we loaded up and went to the video store, it was just full of a lot of fond memories. So Erica, when it comes to recommendation, were you the type of person that would ask a stranger or were you going to go up to the people working there to get your recommendation? Well, Kevin, I kind of did a little bit of both. Sometimes if I saw someone who was standing near a movie that I was thinking about, I would ask them about how the movie was and then I would get their yay or nay. And then sometimes I would still go up to the counter and ask the guy or girl in blue if they would recommend the movie. Most of the time I would gear towards the recommendation of the customer and then I would just simply rent the movie. So this is how it works for me. If I am going to ask, I'm typically gonna ask the person working there. But if I'm holding a movie or looking at a movie and someone says, hey, that's a great movie or that's a bad movie, the fact that they went out of their way to give me their opinion 
I'm most likely going to take their word for it. Going to the video store is an important memory from my childhood. I can look back and remember movie night. I can remember getting the VCR hooked up and the DVD player and watching movies together with my brother and sometimes as a family. It was a valuable life moment for me. You know, I'd have to agree with you on that. The most exciting times were when we got to sit around the fireplace on a Friday or Saturday night, eager for the movie to begin while eating our popcorn and candy. That's why it was so vital for me to pass that on to our children. I pride myself in helping them understand the value of family togetherness in the same room because in today's age, it's becoming so infrequent. So I second your observations of time well spent with others. The smiles, gas, eye rolls, and shishes are priceless once the fun begins. So Erica, do you have any tips that would help recreate the movie night experience for our listeners? Yeah, I definitely have a few tips I would love to share with our listeners. First would be to institute a family vote. A neat way to do this would be to draw straws. Whoever gets the shortest straw is the winner and gets to choose the movie for that night. One of my favorite ways to pick a movie is the rotating schedule. It's simple. One night, it might be your night to pick or rent a movie. The next night or week, it might be your kid or spouse's turn to pick the movie. And it will get interesting because as Kevin said before, sometimes the movie might turn out to be a dud, but it is something that you will be able to look back on and laugh about. Second, invite your friends and family over for a movie night. You don't have to watch movies alone. Get creative. How many people out there have a movie projector? Use it. You can use it in the garage on a light colored wall. At night, it can really give you and your loved ones a theatrical experience. We recently started watching movies on the projector and I absolutely love it. Sometimes I wonder why we didn't start sooner. What do you think, Kevin? Yeah, watching it with friends and family adds a different experience. I love at the end of the movie being able to rate it. We do the thumbs up, thumbs down system with the kids and with friends who come over. And we've all had those times when we didn't understand a particular part of the movie. Sometimes just having someone else there who might understand certain parts helps because you can converse about it. I like how it can spark some real conversations. My third tip, which I think is the most important is for people to put their phones away. Look, it's okay to disconnect. You might even like it. I think to myself, the benefit it will have for you and your family to have one another's undivided attention while everyone partakes and shares a good movie. Yeah, as much as we're on our phones, to be able to take a break from your device by putting it away or even putting it in a different room is so worth it. Developing a habit of not checking or worrying about your notifications is healthy. Just focus on the movie and the time you get to spend with your friends because it's invaluable. Hey, and it's not like your phones are going to be off for long. Look, most movies are less than two hours. I think we can push pause just for a little while. There is nothing better than spending time with your friends and family members. Lastly, 
most people don't realize that they could Google a local video store. Believe it or not, they still exist. I actually found one in my neighborhood. We would load up and go every Friday and rent movies. Sometimes I go with the kids and sometimes I don't. But I always remember to bring each one back a gumball. We really enjoy this time. So I would really encourage you to do this. Also, people might not realize that you can still rent DVDs from the local library. Did you know that, Kevin? I did know that. I, you know, I don't know what their new releases look like, but they definitely have a pretty good selection of movies that you could rent. And I believe it's free. I think you're right, but I believe they do have a limit. I think you can keep the movies for up to two weeks, but for more accurate information, I encourage you to check with your local branch. You might be pleasantly surprised by what's offered. And when you go, treat it the same way you would if you were going to a movie store. I recommend going to the library with no intention of what you're going to get and take a look at what they have because they might have some hidden gems. Like we said, there is something about holding a movie in your hands and reading the box. So make the decision that way. Don't go to Google or YouTube. Just wing it. Not to mention DVDs are so inexpensive now. Why not start your own video library by purchasing them? Most retailers have bins full of movies for cheap. Then you don't have to worry about renting the movie because it's yours. Has anyone ever thought about what happens if the platform you rented a movie from goes out of business? What happens to your copy? More often than not, it's gone. Just a little food for thought. Now, if you happen to live in or swing by Bend, Oregon, you will find the last blockbuster in the country is there. I would love to road trip it up there just to go to that blockbuster. They do have an entertaining social media account. So if you're looking for a funny account to follow, you won't be disappointed. And with that said, Kevin, how about we go and watch a movie? As always, please be sure to connect with us on Instagram at Simply Rudimentary. We want to hear about your movie experience and what you miss about your trips to the video store. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, find a way to keep it simple in a not-so-simple world. It's, it's really, really just simply rudimentary. rudimentary.